everybody. Welcome to Geek This Podcast. I'm your host, David Clements, and today I'm sitting here with David Hunt, actually right beside me, and we are going to review Iron Man 3 for you guys. So yeah, that's what we're talking about. Okay, guys. Well, I'm excited. This is the the first time that David and I have actually sat down and recorded an episode together. Um, yeah, with each other, and it's it's a special episode too because this is actually episode ten. Um, so, if if you look at podcast terms, that means that the show may actually survive. So, because we've we've passed episode seven, we've made it to episode ten. And I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, hey, David, how are you? I'm great. How are you, David? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, yeah, this is this is awkward for probably both of us because uh, normally we can just have a normal conversation on Skype and and we don't have performance anxiety like the microphone's having. That's why the audio sounds a little different today. So I apologize. Um, so. In general, uh, what were your thoughts on Iron Man? Like, uh, spoiler-free, just kind of, what did you think of the, the movie? Okay, um, well, I we've both seen it twice now. Mm-hmm. And um, after seeing it uh, the second time, I, I, still, um, I still go with my initial thought where I feel like it was kind of underwhelming, uh, where I expected something very, very epic, very in-your-face, um, and I, that's not what I got. Uh, it was it, the majority of it was the the quirky humor that I expected with an Iron Man film, but more of that than I expected. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I, I won't go into the the biggest part that was uh, my uh, the part of Iron Man that disappointed me the most mm-hmm. because it's very spoilers. Yeah, and I don't want to ruin it for anyone who hasn't seen the film yet. Yeah. Well, well, actually, I'll we'll have a spoiler section in here just because um, I'm not good at reviewing movies without <laughs> spoiling anything. So uh, we'll 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 talk about that definitely. Um, yeah, maybe we can so. save the spoilers to like the end of the episode, so people who don't want to get spoiled, yeah, can turn it off and be like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, I'm. I think overall, I think Iron Man three was um, a very well crafted movie. I think I think they did a lot of things right, but there were a few things that I had problems with. Mm. Um, and I know that you and I were talking, you know, before we sat down, just kind of about yeah about the spoilery things. Um, so I don't know. I, I thought it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely something that I'd go and, you know, it was a popcorn flick for me. And I think if this is the last um, Iron Man movie, mm-hmm. I think I think it was a good finale, but I don't think it was, like, fantastic. Yeah. I, I guess for me, I, um, 
when I see, like, especially like a superhero film, I uh, compare it against other things that are uh, similar to it. And when comparing this against all the other um, Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, films, I would say it's it's in the like the bottom half okay. because I I enjoyed. Iron Man more, I enjoyed uh, Captain America more, Thor, e even probably the Hulk movie. Mm -hmm. I, it probably the only one that I haven't enjoyed, um, that I enjoyed less than this film was Iron Man two. Right. I really didn't care a whole lot for that film. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's why I had such such high expectations mm -hmm. for this film was because I thought after after the reviews for that film and how a lot of people were kind of disappointed. That with this, they would like really make it this like epic film, and it's the first one after Avengers, yeah, which did so well, yeah. So, I think a lot of people had high expectations, mm -hmm. and from what I read online, we're not the only ones mm -hmm. that were a little disappointed, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm very much the same, I think, uh, because I loved Avengers so much. I mean, mm -hmm. it was the movie, it was more than what I wanted it to be, and um. I was I was nervous, and I think I mentioned it in the last conversation that you and I had for an episode. Was I was worried that if this movie didn't do well, um, more more um, in a story aspect than financially, because I mm -hmm. could care less about the money. The money doesn't affect me, other than the fact that if it makes good money, they're going to make more. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I mentioned before that if if it doesn't do well, it could affect the rest of Phase 2. Right. Um, I think, though, that the movie wrote a very fine line, and I think it did well enough so that it's not going to ruin anything in Phase 2. Well, um, and, and I can say this without really spoiling anything, uh, Iron Man 3 is very inclusive. Like, it... It um yeah. it talks about like how Tony was affected by what happened in the Avengers and with him going up into um into the wormhole mm -hmm. uh, and it talks about different things like that but it it doesn't and, and I'll go ahead and tell you this there's really nothing major like after the credits like we're used to having mm -hmm. a major like big after credits scene that goes into the next film yeah and there wasn't that yeah I. I was kind of disappointed, but at the same time, um, I felt kind of this. Well, I don't know. Uh, Avengers kind of—they had the the mid-credit sequence mm. with with Thanos, and then the end-credit sequence um, with you know the shawarma mm. thing. Um, so I I didn't know what to expect. You yeah. never do at the end of these movies, right. um, and I, I think I. I wish they would have done something to make this feel like this was the beginning of Phase 2. Mm -hmm. um, so I, it it did kind of lack that. And I, mean, I don't think either one of us are really trying to beat the movie down because right. it was it was a really enjoyable movie. Yeah, it was still fun. Yeah, um, I, I myself, I wouldn't have gone back to see it a second time if it wasn't fun the first time. Right. Um, so... Yeah, I, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I, I think, uh, besides what we'll talk about later on in the episode, uh, my biggest quarrel with the film is that it didn't really feel like the beginning of Phase 2. Mm -hmm. It felt more like 
the epilogue of Phase One. Yeah, yeah, I've I felt the same way, um, especially after watching it the second time. I think I was very, you know, obviously, you know, I know what was happening, so I could kind of pay attention a little more mm-hmm. and and see some things, um, you know, the, the the good and the bad in the movie uh, while I watched it the second time. Um, so. I don't. I don't know that I have anything else that I can say without spoiling right. the movie. <laughs> um, another thing, there was a really a lack of Easter eggs, really, in the film. Um, which in uh, in the Marvel movies, that's something I really love looking for. Is is like when little things that they mention that go like either back to old films or to mm-hmm. that hint at future stuff. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of that. Mm-hmm. At one point, they mention. Um, when the guy with the hammer fell out of the sky, and obviously they're talking about Thor, mm-hmm. and then uh, ob- uh, they mention, like we said, a lot of the stuff that happened in Avengers with the aliens and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, besides that, there weren't a lot of Easter eggs there. Yeah, they. I mean, I'm thinking back to Iron Man one. I, I think I think it was the first one um, where they show Tony's workshop and you see Cap's mm-hmm. shield. It, in both there. of them, because in yeah. the first one, it's it's like in the background mm-hmm. where it, you have to actually look for it, mm-hmm. and then the second one he uses it to um, as like a stand for that yeah. uh, thing that he's making. Yeah. So like I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird to think about that. You know that there's so much stuff that we've gotten used to in mm-hmm. these movies. Um, and I think as a fan of the entire, um, Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. I was kind of disappointed with this project as a whole. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, that's, that's all I kept saying, like, on, on our Facebook page and all this other stuff was, you know... Iron Man 3's beginning of Phase 2, it's the beginning of Phase 2, and it didn't feel like that. Yeah. Um, but, as a, as a, as a movie, if you want to think about um, the Iron Man movies just as a trilogy, which is probably what they are, they, they may do another one, but I, don't, I personally don't see that happening. Um, but if you look at it as a trilogy, this was a good trilogy, and mm-hmm. I don't think I could have asked for anything more out of these three yeah. movies. And, and Iron Iron Man does have the unique um, the unique spot where like it is a trilogy now and it's and it's the the first mm-hmm. trilogy and like Cap and Thor they're going to be going into their second movie and the first Iron Man it was really like, the starting point of this whole Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah. so it was before they had like all those uh, stepping stones towards Avengers mm-hmm. um, it was really a good starting point yeah and then. Um, Iron Man 2 was kind of just like smack dab in the middle of everything um, where where we, we had, by then we, we had knew, we had known about the Avengers we knew that all this stuff was going to be going mm-hmm. on yeah. um, and then uh, so I think with those two it, at, the, at the end of Iron Man we saw um, Nick Fury walk out and I want to talk to you about the Avengers mm-hmm. Initiative Yeah, and I that that moment right there, even if I didn't like the rest of the film, which yeah. I, I loved Iron Man one, right? Uh, that moment right there was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah. I know I was excited about that too, um, 
But... And there wasn't... I think the the biggest part that bothers me is there wasn't, like, that moment where, like, I squealed with delight. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's go ahead and jump into kind of the, the spoiler the spoiler. Because I'm, I'm getting to the point where I think I'm probably yeah. going to explode. <laughs> um, so, right, so. so if, if you have not watched Iron Man 3 and you don't want to hear spoilers, just stop here. Don't listen any further. Watch the movie, then come back and listen to this. Um, but make sure you come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we're gonna we're gonna talk about. Um, well, I want to talk about uh, the the thing I talked about in the last episode, the whole podcasters assemble podcasters initiative kind of thing that that um, we'll be doing um, later, which I think David will probably be a part of if if we can get things figured out. Um, and I think we're since we're we're sitting here and we talked about it, we're gonna bring in a new segment. Um, and I'll tell you what that is when we get there. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, just stop here. Okay. All right, <laughs> if you're still listening. <laughs> yeah, if you're still listening, you just, it's your own fault. Okay, so, um, we were kind of talking about the end credits, and I, I don't care what order we talk about this, and, mm. um, but this is kind of what was on my mind. Um, the thing that did kind of make me really happy in this movie mm-hmm. was the end credit sequence where we got to see Bruce talking, or, you know, Tony talking to Bruce. Yeah. Cause, because at the end of Avengers, you see the two of them drive off in the, the like the Miata or whatever mm-hmm. it was, the Acura, that's what it was. Um, and everybody kind of assumed that that's where Iron Man 3 was going to pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really cool to see that. Yeah. Um, so that made me excited because, uh, um, Mark Ruffalo was easily the biggest, best thing in the Avengers. Yeah. Um, I like him as an actor anyway, but to see him, um, just got me excited that, um, just for phase two, whether the Hulk's in it or not. Well, and then, uh, you find out that the, the entire movie has been him telling mm-hmm. um, Bruce about like what's gone on. Yeah. Because at the beginning he's like he's saying some stuff and he's like, well, let me start at the beginning and it goes back to like the beginning of the story because mm-hmm. it kind of starts off with like all of his armor's blowing up. Yeah. And then he's like, hold on, let's go back. Yeah. Well, see, and when when the movie started like that with the the voiceover. I really didn't know what to think mm-hmm. because the uh, seriously the first thing I thought of was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. When Tobey Maguire is doing that, you know, who am I? That yeah. you know that voiceover. It's the first thing I thought of, and I'm like, please no, <laughs> please no, don't let this be Spider-Man. Um, so it it sat with me weird, but then that end credit sequence was really mm-hmm. the payoff, um, and. Um, I just I really like that. I'm I'm glad they did that. See, I I did enjoy it. I thought it was a nice like chuckle moment because Bruce is uh Bruce says, uh, you know I'm not that kind of doctor. Uh-huh. And I thought that, I thought it was nice, but I I thought that would be the nice like shawarma type scene. Uh-huh. Whereas I really wanted something that's like, oh, this is the next big thing that's happening. Yeah. Well, and, I it was funny though. Um when when I saw it, because I actually watched it yesterday, mm-hmm. 
and we were sitting there. I watched it with my wife because she didn't go with you and I um, when we went to see it. Um, we sat there, and everybody else that sat through the credits, the 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 first part of the credits, which mm. um, I, I just I want to say, and I know I told you when we were sitting there, I was like, does it feel like we're watching the Iron Man TV show? <laughs> like, because that's, that's what, that's how it felt. Yeah. Um, and it was cool. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, trying to, trying to jab at that or anything, but, um, after the credits, I was expecting that mid credit scene. Yeah. Because it just, it ends. It, it felt very like, and oh. you're like, Oh, here it is. And, and then, then the credits the start. And I'm like, ah, so, uh, which yeah. maybe, Maybe they did plan on having like some sort of mid credit scene right there. Yeah, but but didn't for some. Could, um, I I used to be really bad about like reading spoilers and stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. So I had read that there might possibly be a scene where um, Tony is like uh, is saying how like uh, Earth is so small and there has to be something more out there. Mm-hmm. So then he uh, puts on um, one of the the many Iron Man suits that he's built and shoots up into space and then that it somehow ties into um, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Because, well, you and I both know because I actually um, picked up the book. Um, but Iron Man is actually in the current Guardians of the Galaxy series. Right. Um, which, uh, which I... Would, would, it would have been cool. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the stuff they're doing with Marvel now, right now... Um, not all of it, but parts of it, you can tell they're sort of um, gearing it towards people who have seen the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels very Marvel Cinematic Universe-esque. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with, uh, like, especially with, like, Hulk being a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Indestructible Hulk. Yeah. Um, and different things like mm-hmm. that. So, I... Yeah. That's I, I like that they're that they're incorporating that yeah. with the movies, because um, then it, it feels like okay now the movie's over but I can still read this. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm trying to think uh, what what did what were your thoughts on um, Aldrich Killian? Like, did, did you read Extremis like or anything like that? I've read parts of it a long time ago. Okay. I watched the motion comic. That's how I got introduced to it first. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to say this now. The armor that is in that movie is not the extremist armor. Right. Because that was actually, like, the way they did that was, it was in, like, Tony's bones. Like, it's built into him. Right. And that's probably one of my biggest disappointments of this movie, is that they didn't include that. And the whole, like, every time I read something, now, I tried to stay away from spoilers, but every time I read something... They always mentioned how it was the extremist storyline, and I even said when we talked about it that armor is going to be in there. I'm mm-hmm. excited about that, and it even kind of looked like that on yeah. some of the pictures. Um, actually, I think they even had concept art made up for it, and they didn't follow through with that. And I was bummed because I'm like, if this is the last Iron Man movie, mm-hmm. they should have incorporated that, um, and they kind of did to a degree. Because he was able to like call his his armor, yeah. But it wasn't the same. Um, but um, but in Extremis, um, Killian is like um, the main bad guy. Like he is in in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what what did you think about him? Like the way that he was presented. 
Because, um, I mean, if you you didn't really read Extremis, but right. what what did you think about that? Um, I I didn't mind it. Like I I enjoyed it until and, and here's here's one of the major <laughs> spoilers here, guys. Um, until by using him, they sort of really destroy the character of the Mandarin. Yeah, uh, because. Um, with the Mandarin, everyone seems the pre- everyone. Even if you haven't seen the movies, you've seen the previews where um, he's like sitting there, all uh, intimidating, and he he has his big beard and everything, and he looks like the classic Mandarin character. Mm-hmm. Or it, ter- it turns out that that guy is just an actor. Mm-hmm. He's not even like behind the tin rings or anything. He's just uh, some English actor that they've hired. Yeah, he's just a front. Yeah, and. That that burned me up so bad because and okay I can get the twist you know mm-hmm. but I think they could have done it differently instead of um, here he's this actor who's just an idiot mm-hmm. um, I I don't I don't know I guess what I would have wanted but that's yeah. not what I wanted well, I could have seen them instead of doing that like the Mandarin um, actually being like the number two guy yeah and then. Um, Kingsley being, yeah. um, or or it being one of those things where the Mandarin thinks he's in charge, mm-hmm. um, and then gets taken over by Killian. Right. That would have worked better for me. But but f- I think I think, and this is another problem was they tried to go for the funny stuff too often. Mm-hmm. Now, granted that that this is out of all three movies, this is the darker movie. Um, because there's a lot more stuff going on with Tony and the stuff that he's dealing with, mm. um, with, you know, New York and all that stuff. But, um, well, it's, I, it's the darker of the movies, of the three movies. But at the same time, it's, it's, but it's the, the funnier one. Op- yeah. Yeah. I think they, they tried to pull too much humor, um, into the movie because, I mean, even my wife said it felt like every... 25 seconds she was laughing about something yeah and that's good and all and i i enjoyed that but it was kind of too much yeah and uh one of the parts that i was really like wow that's what's way too much is at at the end when there's like this big epic battle going on you see the mark 42 coming in from the background he's Mm -hmm. like oh here comes the prodigal son you think like okay here's gonna Mm -hmm. be like the last big battle yeah and then he just like slams into a wall and the uh-huh. armor busts into a million pieces. Yeah. They didn't need that. Yeah. It was I don't yeah, they kind of went at, after that too often. Yeah. Because we all know Tony Stark's funny. I mean, uh, just Robert Downey Jr in general is a funny guy and they made Tony Stark to fit Robert Downey Jr and um Yeah, I had a problem with just how funny it was. Mm. Um, because it, it's going to be funny regardless. Right. Um, but I think they went for it too much. Um, but going back to, to Killian, I enjoyed him as a character. Um, and I don't even have a problem with him being the main character, like I said. Mm. Um, but uh, I thought he was pretty sinister enough. Yeah. Um, but I was really disappointed with the fact that they just kind of trashed the Mandarin. Yeah. Especially, like, when, like, in the previews, they, they push the Mandarin as, mm-hmm. like, this is this dark character, 
and he's going to be like the big bad guy, mm-hmm. and then find out he's just a complete front, yeah. not really sinister. He doesn't even know what's going on. He thinks everything's like a, a play a joke, or something. Yeah. yeah, he did. He didn't know anybody was getting hurt. He's just <clears throat> some actor. Yeah, and you, this is here's a funny thought. Um, you probably noticed this, but in the trailer, if you watch carefully enough. Um, there's a shot, and it's not even in the movie, but there's a shot in the trailer where the Mandarin pulls down his hood, and, and if you Captain look, America the Captain America sh- shield is tattooed on his neck. Mm. And something about that never sat right with me. Yeah. Now I know why. Because it was almost like it was a sign going, this is a trick. Yeah. He's not who you think he is. Um, so that was kind of weird. Um... What do you think about how they use Pepper in this movie? I like Pepper. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoy... I enjoy Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, well, she's... She's a really great character in general. Mm. Um, because she's, she's, she's Tony's balance. Right. And, and so she's important to have around. And I think... I don't know that they used her as well as they could have in previous movies. I mean, but they always used her as that balance, and I really liked seeing them um, kind of as a couple. And mm-hmm. you, you, you really saw Tony's love for her and how you know he'd give anything to to make her happy and to to make sure that she's safe. Right. And um, after she's in, you know introduced to extremists and she falls um you you really see that in tony yeah you know he i mean there's and, and even though when i saw her fall i a part of me knew like she's not dead like uh-huh. she's pepper pots she, she's yeah. not gonna die yeah. like that. well that clicked with me i was like wait a minute she's gonna fall but but she's but she's, even though i knew that a yeah. part of me was still like <gasps> Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, I was like, you can't kill off Pepper. No, 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 no. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow did a tremendous job. Yeah. I thought uh, yeah. she's fantastic. And it, it, I have I have mixed feelings about seeing her in the armor. Yeah, I was glad to see her in Iron Man armor, but not. I didn't want to see her in Tony's armor. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see her in her Re- own rescue. Armor. Yeah, um, because. I I don't remember actually I I read um uh an arc where the one that actually mm-hmm. that Tony actually makes it for her and um the reason that he makes it for her is the same reason why he made it for himself um because she had shrapnel mm-hmm. that could have punctured her heart or her lungs or something like that and it was just the coolest armor and there were theories that she was going to be in the armor, and it ended up being Tony's. And it just, for for me, um, watching, it felt weird to see her in that big, bulky man armor. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree. It did feel kind of weird, but I can see why they did it like that, mm-hmm. especially with with it being like the Mark Forty Two, yeah, and how he could like send it wherever he wanted mm-hmm. to. Um, it, it worked. It worked within what they did with the movie. Right. Um, and, and I feel like if they had like, if they had made her own armor, then it would have been a completely different movie. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, because then they would have had to sort of work that in there somehow. 
and I don't see how they could have done that within the confinements of the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brody, what do you think? I, I I'm just gonna say this. I love Don Gino. Yeah. I will watch him in anything. I will watch him. I don't do almost anything. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic actor. Um, I I love the character of Rhodey. I mm-hmm. was so happy when they replaced um, <laughs> uh, oh, the, the other guy. The other guy, <laughs> Terrence Howard. Yeah. When they replaced him um, in Iron Man Two, I was like, perfect. Don Cheadle's perfect. And I personally, I thought Rhodey was maybe a little more of a superhero um, than Tony was in this movie. See, I felt that, um, I mean, we, we saw a lot of Rhodey. Mm-hmm. I felt that the um, Iron Patriot, which in this movie is just a repainted version of, of uh, War Machine. Yeah. Um, I felt that Iron Patriot was really underused. Yeah. Because uh, for a good chunk of the movie, um, Iron Patriot was actually uh, controlled by um, by what's his name? Killian. Killian. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I I don't know. I I. I don't even know how I feel about Iron Patriot. It mm-hmm. was... I didn't see the point in bringing that out. I think it was more just, hey, we're already going to show you a mm-hmm. hundred different versions of Iron Man. Let's bring out another one. Um, see, I, I thought it was kind of neat because it was sort of like a, a wink at the comic yeah. book fans because yeah. there's no way they're ever going to be able to bring out the actual Iron Patriot in these mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, because, there's, there's not enough time to do yeah, that. Yeah, there's not enough time to do that. Uh-huh. Um, but to bring him in in another way, I thought that was really neat. Yeah, it does work in that context then. I think sometimes I feel like I'm just too critical because I think as comic book fans, mm-hmm. I think we kind of start getting to this point where we expect or for me sometimes not all the time sometimes we just feel like they should be able to do everything that we want them to do in mm-hmm. these movies you know and I know this is kind of going off subject but I know a lot of people are all like oh I really hope that they get to like the civil war storyline or something like that and me I don't want that mm-hmm. that that was um that was a phase in in comic books that was um <laughs> you can like it you could not like it um but i think that it only works in comic books yeah because if they were going to do the civil war thing then they should have changed the way that they started phase one mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i think i think that the way that they've retooled some of this stuff for these movies is is really good and, yeah. I, and i'm not saying they could never do like a Civil War thing, but it wouldn't be for a long time down the road. Yeah. Like, like if if the Marvel Cinematic Universe lasts as long as, like, James Bond has last... Oh, yeah. Uh, then maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but do we... But... That's, that's, that's what I was going to say is for a different... A different time, a different topic. <laughs> um... I'm trying to think. The overall plot... Um, just kind of with uh, 
um, with Tony dealing. Well, actually, I guess I can stop there. What about the kid? Did you did you like the fact that they the threw kid. that kid? Yeah, he uh, was he one was, of my favorite was, parts of that. Exactly, movie. he was one of the best parts. Yeah. Which, um, I. Um, I don't want to say exactly what Tony said because I don't exactly use that language. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, he, in uh, paraphrasing, he, uh, the kid was like talking about how his dad had left. He was like, "I guess my dad a lottery ticket won or something because he never came back." Uh-huh. And Tony basically says, "Like, don't be a wimp. Dad's leave." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a good, and that was one of my favorite lines of the whole movie. And that was pure Tony Stark. Yeah. Like that was. It didn't feel forced like yeah. some of the other parts. Yeah. It was just natural. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 It was great. Uh, that kid was fantastic. Uh, I, I seriously, both times I watched it, I'm sitting here going, oh, "I hope they bring him back for some small role in uh, a future well, movie somehow." Well, if if that kid like continues being an actor, mm-hmm. then maybe eventually they could do something like bring him back as like an Iron Lad type character. Hey, that would be interesting because, especially if well, the um, way that they if, leave it, mm-hmm. there's a good chance if if Robert Downey Jr. does end up like retiring from the Iron Man character, mm. then they're going to need somebody to, like, fill those shoes. Yeah. So if they were to do something, like, even if they have a different actor play this boy, mm-hmm. per se, if, like, a few years down the road, uh, this kid decides that he's going to, like, create his own, um, his own, like, Iron Lad armor mm-hmm. or something, and maybe they don't even have to necessarily call him Iron Lad, they could yeah. call him whatever, but, yeah. um... I think that would be neat because yeah. he, the uh, the Iron Man armor spent a, the kid spent a good amount of time with that armor because oh, yeah. it was in his yeah. So if this him and Jarvis sat in the garage for right. who knows really how long that was, you know it could have been a matter of days. It could have been a matter of you know a, a weeks or something. You know, um, I just that was just really cool. All in all, that was cool. Yeah. Um, so even if for, even if you forget everything that I said and they just <laughs> have that kid for this one movie, mm-hmm. I thought he was a good addition yeah. to the movie. Yeah, I I was listening to another review and they were like, well, they they pulled that kid out. I was I was nervous because, mm-hmm. um, you know, you you throw kids in a movie like this and you never know where it's going to go. Right. Because um, it could you know it could betray the character. You know the main character, and I don't think it betrayed Tony at all. I think they used him in a very good way mm-hmm. to make Tony go, "Oh, I can quit being you know freaked out about all this stuff, right. um, and do what needs to be done." Uh, I, I don't. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> Overall, uh, like I said originally, the movie disappointed me because I expected something really epic to start mm-hmm. off this phase two and it really let me down that way but as a standalone film looking at it that way it was still a, a good film yeah yeah if if you like i said if you take iron man one iron man two and iron man three as a trilogy now granted yeah you're gonna have to throw avengers in there because you're not gonna get what he's referencing um, if you take them as a trilogy, though, I think that it was fantastic. And I don't think I could have asked anything else from them um, for Iron Man. 
I mean, this is a great way for for Robert Downey Jr. to go out, which, I mean, I don't know that he's done, mm-hmm. because they did say at the end of, um, I don't, was it the end credits? It, yeah, it was, it was after the Bruce Banner thing, uh-huh. uh, just a little, not no scene or anything, just little text that said, uh, Tony Stark will return. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's not done, but, um, I think, I personally think this is going to be the last Iron Man movie. If, if not ever, then for a while. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't think they'll have one in phase three. <clears throat> Because right. I think they're going to be concentrating on introducing more yeah. characters. Uh, mm-hmm. They've already announced Ant-Man. There, there's talks of there being a Doctor Strange film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think with Phase Three, they're going to be concentrating on new characters yeah. and maybe making possibly like a Guardians of the Galaxy two if that does well. Yeah. But um, I think though I was thinking about it um, today or yesterday. If they decide that. Okay, if if Robert Downey Jr. says, I'm done, you know, uh, I've really enjoyed it, but I need to go on and I need to do other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way I can think of them actually bringing Iron Man back is if they actually make Rhodey Iron Man. Hmm. And, and they could do that. They could. It, would, it would be different. It would be a different mm-hmm. twist. Which... Yeah. I think they did it in the comics for a while, though, for, for something. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhodey was Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man has a so, long history. I'm sure Rhodey's been yeah, Iron yeah, Man yeah, at some yeah. point. <laughs> so, um, so I think that pretty much does it for our review. Um, I would say overall, I think we recommend this movie, especially mm-hmm. if you're uh, if you're into these movies and and you're you're sticking with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You've got to right. see this movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's uh, like we like I said earlier. It's not as much an introduction to Phase Two as it is an epilogue to Avengers uh, mm-hmm. because it really deals with uh, Tony's aftermath with Avengers. Um, but if you want, if you got to know what happens with Tony after Avengers, uh, definitely watch this film. Uh, as a film overall, definitely a recommendation. Yep. I think the only reason we're, we have any <laughs> negatives about it is because we hold Marvel films to such a high standard. Yes, yeah. Now see, if, if this were a DC film, <clears throat> Adam McDormand... Uh, I'm I'm just kidding. For all, for all the DC fans out there, I'm just playing. Uh, DC's done some good movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that about does it for the review. And I'm actually gonna play for you guys the little little trailer uh, promo for um, this this event that um, this podcast is participating in uh, here in a couple weeks. Um, a bunch of podcasts that you'll hear in this little promo are getting together, um, not really together, but we're going to each put out an episode um, on a certain week, and we'll, we'll let you know when that is. Um, and it all revolves around this podcast's biggest um, topic of love superheroes. So I'm going to go ahead and play that for you now. And there came a day... A day unlike any other. When Earth's geekiest podcasters found themselves united for a common theme. To take on topics no individual geek Christian podcast could withstand. Heed the call then. For now. 
podcasters assemble. Featuring, are you just watching? Movie, book, and TV show reviews with critical thinking for Christians. Are you just watching.com? Faith, hope, and nerds. Being creative and being a Christian. Faith, hope, and nerds.com. Game store profits, where geek culture and God culture collide. GameStoreProfits.com Geek This Podcast Geek Culture Without the Pocket Protector GeekThisPodcast.com Geekily Yoked The World's Best Married Christian Geek Podcast GeekilyYoked.com Holy Worlds Podcast Encouraging the Effective Use of Niche Media Genres for the Glory of God HolyWorlds.Posterous.com The Sci-Fi Christian Bringing You Theology at Warp Speed TheSciFiChristian.com StoryMen The Intersection of Pop Culture, Theology, and History StoryMen.us Strangers and Aliens Exploring Faith and Imagination StrangersAndAliens.com Issue 1 Superheroes Okay, so for this... This, the the end of this episode, and something that I want to do uh, anytime David and I, or really anytime there's more than just me on on the podcast, uh, we're just going to do kind of a recommendation of maybe something you should read or watch or um, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else that we would suggest. Um, so... What what would you recommend? Um, r- right now, uh, there are a few things that I would recommend you either uh, start watching or uh, reading now. Um, with with comics, definitely, if you aren't reading um, the Age of Ultron, I'd definitely start start reading it right away. See if you can go back and find the previous issues. Um, the latest one to come out was issue seven out of ten. And they're saying that the end of this event will be unguessable. Uh, so I, I think it's going to do something drastic to the Marvel Universe. Um, I don't think it's going to be like reboot drastic or anything like that, like some people have speculated. I doubt that, especially with how much they're putting into Marvel now. I, I don't think they would throw all that out the window already. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we've made a mistake. But, Let's fix it. <laughs> uh, but I I am interested to see that. And it's been a really good read so far. Um, especially not just like the tie-ins, but the main issues. They've had those in the can for, I think, like a year. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So they've been really prep- prepping this and had them ready. Um and so I definitely think you should check out that. Also, after that's over, and there's going to be another big event um, called Infinity, and the preview issue just came out on Saturday on pre-comic book day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you if you like comics and you're into Marvel, um, which for me anyway, uh, you're going to be hearing mainly about Marvel books. Uh, both of us. <laughs> um, maybe we can get Adam on here to recommend some DC books yes. for us. But um, Infinity, uh, go out to your local comic book store and see if they have any leftover free comic books, and you don't even have to pay for that one. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a good primer for for what's coming in. Um. um oh, go ahead. Um, something else. Also, 
uh, and here in just a couple weeks, uh, May 17th, the Star Trek movie's coming out. Mm -hmm. So definitely um, get your tickets now. <laughs> yeah. I, that'll probably be the next movie that we talk about here, I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, we're going to try to. Hopefully I'll be able to go and see it. Um, so yeah. And that, that'll get us out of our comic book rut. Yeah, everybody will be excited. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy. Um, wow. What do I have to recommend? Um, I'm going to go with um, comic books, or I guess this is books in general. Um, I think I've probably mentioned it before, but I am a huge fan of the Oz books. Um, I, I got started with Marvel's version of Oz, which they're they're written by Eric Shanauer and drawn by Scotty Young. And I, I personally am a huge fan of Scotty Young's. Um, if anybody has an extra couple grand um, that they could give me, um, I, I need to go and buy some original artwork. Yeah. David's showing me the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, cover that Scotty did. So fantastic. Um, I actually just bought Guardians of the Galaxy also. But um, definitely go. Um, if, if, you like the if you like comics, and obviously if you're listening to this, you've put up with like 10 episodes worth of comic book talk. <laughs> so I don't think you have a problem with comic books. But if you like Marvel, and again, same thing, um, seriously, go find... Uh, Start start with the wonderful Wizard of Oz. There's right now. I think there's five books. I'm trying to think. There's the wonderful Wizard of Oz, the marvelous Land of Oz, Ozma of Oz, Dorothy and the Wizard in Oz. I think there's and another the Road one about, to Oz. There's another one about ready and, to start. Yeah, Scotty's working on the next one, which I think is the Emerald City of Oz. So um, those are all books. Now, like I said, there's only actually five. Uh, graphic novel or comic versions available, but there are actually 14 books in the entire Oz series, and there, well, there's 14 that L. Frank Baum wrote. So, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely into those. I'm reading. We, j my daughter and I, just started reading um, the Marvelous Land of Oz. So that's book mm -hmm. two, and they're just really good, really well crafted. So that's going to be my recommend. For, for this, and I don't, do you have anything else? I don't think so. I don't either. Um, oh, I do want to thank you, David, uh, for... David actually followed my instructions, um, I was going to say for once, but that just sounds like, like he doesn't follow my instructions. I don't give instructions. Um, but he actually went to Audible... Yeah, audibletrial.com slash geekthis, and he registered for the free Audible book, and uh, that kicks some money back to me so I can pay for some hosting, and so we can do some stuff for the podcast. Hopefully in the future, we'll get some prizes or something like that, some contests that we can do, um, but the only way we're going to do that is if, uh, you know, we get some some listener interaction and donation and that kind of thing going on. So, uh, David, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. What, what book did you get, by the way? Um, it was a Marvel something. Um, it was... 
have Marvel, the... Oh, the untold the story. The untold story, yeah. Yeah, I It, ha- it talks about... Um, the, with the, I haven't had a chance to start listening to it yet. And uh, from the hour... It's 17 hours long. Um, yeah. So it's uh, it talks about all the, the history of Marvel and um, its ups and downs and like the behind the scenes stuff, which <laughs> really interests me because you hear about like the art and the stories and stuff like that, but you don't hear a lot about the business side of it and all that stuff. So that's cool. I think I'll I'll enjoy it quite a bit. Cool. All right. So if you could do that, um, that's again audibletrial.com/slash/geekthis and. Um, yeah, do that, and you can find all the show notes and anything that we talked about um, at geekthispodcast.com slash episode 10. So thanks for listening.